Happy New Year! It's January 4th, 2024, and on today's episode of Comic Talk, we'll be talking about all the comics that came out this week, like Fantastic Four 15 and Follow the House of X number one from Marvel Comics, Batman 141 and Shazam 7 from DC Comics, and a whole bunch more. I'm your host, Demetra Pereira, with two awesome guests, Peyton, author of the upcoming comic All-Star, and Josh Friedman Silverstein from ComicBookDirect.com. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe because here's your weekly comic book recap. And we are live with another episode of Comic Talk. Happy New Year. It is January 4th, 2024, and uh, for those of you who don't know, Comic Talks, that show uh, brought to you by The Keeg, where we talk about different comics that came out this week, DC, Marvel, Indie Comics. Uh, for those of you who don't know, new DCs come out on Tuesdays, new Marvel and Indies come out on Wednesdays, and we're here on a Thursday, uh, January 4th, 2024, to talk about everything that we read this week. I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira, and today we got two new guests on the show today, uh, both of which um are awesome i wasn't gonna say like oh one's awesome and one's not you know uh, one of them's super cool and one of them's kind of cool one of them is just a super chill dude and the other guy he's here too yeah yeah. you gotta fill that in and we got another guy you know yeah Uh, (laughs) um you may know him as two turnt tony stark which is a mouthful uh we got peyton peyton what's up man uh, not much, dude. Just uh, glad you had me on. Glad I got to hang out and everything. Um, you know, appreciate obviously the the opportunity to get on here and and talk comics. I, you know, I kind of do it for a living, but uh, I never get tired of it. So, I mean, if you're getting tired of, yeah, you gotta you gotta find something else to talk about then, right? Like, right. what do you, what do you, what would you switch to if it wasn't comics? Uh, probably sports. That would probably probably be like football and basketball and stuff. Uh, that's I know that's like a, a large jump. A lot of people wouldn't immediately make that connection. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I like I like both. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm big into like you know the the nerd sphere, but I also like I was an athlete in high school and like you know played football and all that and like yeah. you know so I've always kept up with everything. So probably that. Okay. Um, if I had to do something else, but I I don't think I'd ever want to. You know. All right. Well, good. I'm glad you're here. Cause I, I don't have a sports show for you. So yeah. Yeah. No, I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Peyton. Thanks so much. We also got, we also got Josh, uh, Josh, what's up, man. Uh, comicbookdirect.com. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm Josh. I own and operate comicbookdirect.com, uh, website where you can buy comics, trades, figures, whatever, subscribe to different series, get great discounts. We got awesome deals all the time. So yeah, dude, thanks for having me. Yeah. Great meeting you out in LA. I'm glad that we're able to reconnect here online. It's super, super dope. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, it's one thing to connect online, but the fact is like running across you guys in person, I thought was cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, and sure it's in a comic con. <laughs> it's not like, oh, we ran into each other at Starbucks or whatever. But right, 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 like, yeah, 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 you know, there's a reason we're both uh or we're all there. But yeah. um uh, I'm glad to have you guys on here. Josh, like you too. run comic book direct. I'm surprised you read comics. <laughs> because like yeah. all yeah. the comic shop owners that I know, they're always like, Yeah, I don't have much time to like read. And I'm like, <laughs> Well, ah. yeah. I know, I know. I, I did hear that a lot also. And it, honestly, in the beginning, it was a bit of a, like, 
thing to juggle. Like, I think after my first like three months of being open, I did find myself like finding a, you know, hard time figuring it out. Yeah. Well, not even fatigued, but it was just difficult to like find the time. Yeah. But yeah. honestly, after getting like <clears throat> more involved on like social media and like TikTok and, and stuff and being more involved in the community that way, and everybody's like talking about the the books that came out this week and stuff like that, it really like made me like, okay, yeah, let me, let me, you know, keep up with everything that I want. And honestly, dude, I'll read, like, I'll go to bed and I'll bring my fucking stack. And my wife is like, what are you doing? And I'm like, go to bed. I'm, I'm reading right now. <laughs> you know, and I'll read like getting work books. done. Yeah, exactly. That's right. I'm doing market research, babe. No, <laughs> but I'll, I'll read. <laughs> no and yeah and i'll read like i'll try to read like all my week's issues like over the weekend before they come out because i get them early obviously yeah um just so that i'm ready because yeah then during the week i am very busy shipping everything marketing stuff like that so yeah uh i'm with you i mean it's it's like i don't know why i'm why am i doing this show i'm doing this show every <laughs> week and I, yeah okay i started the show because well I started this show specifically because I'm like, well, I've been reading comics like for decades now. Right. And so uh -huh. it's like, okay, all that research, all that, like, you know, um, um, education, yeah. uh, hopefully it's going to pay off by just having the right. show, but like, really I'm reading more comics now for this show, almost out of obligation. Right. Then, then like, uh, it was before I thought I would just be reading the same amount. But this show, yeah. because the guests rotate, but I don't, I have to keep up with, like, everything. Is that, yeah. like, ha have you gotten a little fatigued with reading at all? Like, do you ever have to find yourself pushing to read the comics? Or, like, are you still just as invested in them as you were, like, when you began it? Uh, I'm, I'm, I am I'm, guess I'm in invested in a different way. Because, okay. like, it used to be just for enjoyment and just for, like, me and, like, my friend's like in a parking lot till like 5 a.m. talking <laughs> about just rando things, right? Um, but now uh, it's a little bit more structured. And so I'm a little fatigued by the structure. Right. But I'm not I'm not pessimistic about the industry, if that's the question. Yeah. You know, well, I, I think yeah. that it, it, when you do something like this and and like you said, you kind of feel an obligation. Yeah. I do think that you can like fall out of love with the media a little bit but at the same time like like e even in moments where i've had where i've been, had to read a lot because of something i'm going to cover or whatever i have to like even if i'm a little tired at the end of it and been like man i just read like 20 issues of something i really don't feel like talking about it right now yeah i'm still like <laughs> what like this is what i'm doing for a living you know what yeah. i mean like or this is something that i get to do like yeah. be be for real right now you know like this is this is fun you know yeah. there I, I guess there's there's another layer of like homework that I have to do for this stuff. So yes. now we just um, restarted the Keeg website. So I'm trying to like write articles myself with some other people, but like I'm at least trying to nope. be responsible for my own articles, which means now I'm adding a one article a week to my plate, which right. means splitting my article in chunks and writing it. And that has been a lot because it's about what I'm reading this week. So yeah. I have to go back into the comics that I've read and then remember what happened to write an article about yeah. whatever. So yeah, yeah. it's tough, but hopefully it's worth it for anyone out there who wants to check out thekeegshow.com. 
Um, it's, I would like oh, to say yeah, it's dude. still it's still under construction. It's a work in progress, but it is what it is. Um, um, I'm throwing this question out to you guys. Do you have any comic book related New Year's resolutions? Read more. Actually, yeah. Read less. Well, well, I mean, I, I don't know what else you might have, Peyton, but him and I were actually just on the phone like 10 minutes before we, we got on the, yeah. the show with you. Um, and we started a podcast, Peyton and I, in when was the first time we shot? Like in, in November? Probably, Something? yeah. Maybe October. October, I think, actually. Yeah. Yeah, it was right before New York Comic Con. So and we've probably we've done six episodes so far and we've got to talk to awesome people it's been yeah. great but we you know we haven't really been like full force on it um so you know we were actually just talking on the phone about how like what we want to accomplish this year with the show how many guests we want to have what kind of guests we want to have what kind of show we want it to be all that cool stuff so i mean it's it, it is that's more of an industry i guess related thing but it is comic related because we're yeah. just talking about comics and shit so yeah uh personally i would say uh i want to i want to write probably 10 issues um so that's something that you know i mean that's that's going to be a little bit of work but uh i've got you know my own book coming out and everything and then i, I want to really sit down and, and force myself to get 10 completed scripts out this year um and then also i, I want to try and, and and read more I, I read a lot as it is but uh i try to try to consume as much of the the medium as i can you know yeah but yeah no definitely the writing is probably going to take more of a forefront in my mind going forward you know yeah for sure my my new year's resolution isn't necessarily read more or read less it's just split my reading up right like some okay. books i'm gonna have to just read on the weekends and i won't be able to talk about it on the show right right um books that i really want to talk about but i'm like i can't read it between tuesday and wednesday third and then get to thursday you know I just yeah. Can't. yeah and that's okay you know yeah. and so part of my new year's resolution is kind of splitting it up uh along the week but i mean we we all read a lot of books this week oh yeah yeah, yeah. you know um regardless of who is on this show anybody on this show reads way more than most people because most people read yeah well, you know yeah, yeah that's fair but like we, we all read way too many comics. If yeah, <laughs> uh, I got way too many to read too. That's what's crazy is like I got way too many to read as well. Like I mean, I, yeah. I I pull probably ten books a week. I'd say yeah, and uh, and then I'm like in my mind I'm like oh I'm gonna have a way to keep up with all this and I never do. I end up getting weeks behind and it's just it's tough. I try to binge yeah. on the weekends. Yes, if I yeah. if I can. But now it's a little tough. 2024 is gonna be. Uh, a lot of work 2023 was a lot of work but 2024 gonna be a lot of work um what'd you guys read this week so Peyton, why don't you start if you got your list already uh yeah so no i read uh batman 141 which i was really excited about um the fall of the house of x by jerry duggan number one uh that's you know been the the culmination of the the whole uh, fall of Krakoa era that, mm. uh, you know, they've been pioneering. Uh, I read Fantastic Four number 15, Ryan North. Uh, he's absolutely killing it with that. A, uh, let's see here. I also read Captain America number five, JMS. I'm, yeah. I'm really big on that one. And uh, there's one more that, let's see. I've Did got... you get to Vengeance? 
Yes, yes, Vengeance of Moon Knight. That's what it was, number one, which I've loved Jed McKay's run. I hated to see it end, you know what I mean? But McKay does this thing when he kills a character and then he just keeps writing the character under a new run, you know? Yeah. He did it with Strange. He's doing it with Moon Knight now. But uh, yeah, no, so those are my five that I got to got to read before the, the show. All right, all right. Yeah. Josh, what yeah. do you got? Uh, <clears throat> I did uh, Batman 141. Mm-hmm. um amazing spider-man 41 yeah um dr strange 11 fall of the house of x number one and then we also got uh oh miguel o'hara spider-man 2099 okay um silver surfer rebirth legacy okay uh number five sorry um and then thanos number two and yep, Vengeance of the Moon Knight, number one. All right. Both yeah. of you guys Moon Knight fans? I yeah, am yeah. obsessed with specifically Jed Mackey's run. Yeah. And 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 his Doctor Strange run. Like I I like I think he's one of the most underrated or just at least not talked about enough writers out there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, he wrote uh, honestly what I, I would consider well, he just ended that 30 issues maybe would become the definitive like uh, run on Moon Knight. Okay. Agreed. But, uh, 100%. Yeah, it's, it's, it's extremely good. But yeah, I'm a big Moon Knight fan. I liked uh, Jeff Lemire's run on Moon Knight. It's kind of what got me into the character. I don't know if you're, either of you are familiar with the 2014. I haven't uh, read it. Oh, I'm, yeah, not yeah, a big, yeah. I'm not a big Moon Knight fan. Not that Moon Knight is bad. Uh, it just takes a lot for me to continue with him. So I did read a good chunk of Jed McKay's run um and then i stopped okay okay so you know it's way it's worth picking back up if you can you know yeah it really is especially how it ends like the the issue 30 went and this first vengeance one went Uh, i was i mean it's also very culturally uh speaks to me very culturally you know so all right very good Uh, i want to shout out carson carson 442007 out on twitch uh, what's up to Carson out there? Um, my lists, um, again, I, 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 I read too much and then I also get sad that I don't read everything that I wanted to read Yeah, that yeah. whole list. But then part of my list depended on me catching up and I was like, I, I can't catch up. <laughs> so like there, there's like blue beetle, like I fell behind and okay. I really need to get back on blue beetle. Cause I love blue beetle, but you know. Uh, what I did read, though, I read Captain America 5, Fantastic Four 15, Batman 141, Fall of the House of X number 1, Amazing Spider-Man 41, Doctor Strange 11, uh, Shazam 7, uh, which has been uh, really amazing. <laughs> I read part of Marvel Zombies Black, White, Blood number 1, and then I read Titans Beast World Tour Atlantis, and mm. Neil Before Zod number 1. Superman 78, The Metal Curtain 3, and Beware the Planet of the Apes, number one. Now, all of these, Damn. some of these are obligation. And <laughs> I I have asterisks on some of these, but um, it is a lot. But I decided to read my DCs on Tuesday this week. And so I was just like, I'm going to read Beast World for Atlantis, number one. Right. Uh, that was an obligation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I understand that. Uh, i don't know i have my thoughts but so 
I yeah, I, I, I you know, most of the tie-ins for the Beast World have yeah. been generally pretty good in my opinion. Uh-huh. Um there were there was one that I was like, what is happening? And I've talked to other people about it and they said the same thing to me, so I'm glad it wasn't just me, uh-huh. which was the Waller Rising issue. Okay. Um, and it just it was but it wasn't like because some books are like, oh, the art was really distracting, but the writing was fine or the writing was fine, but the art's really bad. This one was just a, like I was like, w- I couldn't I couldn't make heads or tails of what was going on the entire time. Yeah. But the rest of them, I I've enjoyed pretty, pretty much. Yeah, because they've yeah. done they did got world tour Gotham City. Yeah, they did Gotham, Central City and Metropolis and now Atlantis. Yeah. Um, and actually, no, Central City was another one that I was kind of just like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I but. I don't know. I think the main Beast World title is like fairly good. It's not amazing. Yeah, yeah that's like, I'm at with it. This, this is what I keep saying to people, and I'm sorry if I'm talking over you again, but <laughs> I keep saying that it's like uh, it's like Tom Taylor is trying to do Deceased, but in main continuity. Because it's pretty much just deceased. Like a zombie outbreak sort of thing? Yeah, it's just a zombie outbreak when they're dead, but they're not dead, and they're being taken over, and Batman is one of the first ones. Furries instead of, you know... So you're saying deceased, but, like, I think it's more like like the toy tie-ins of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, in a way, where it's just like... What what toy can we make where like okay Batman is a wolf, Nightwing is a dog, right. Damien is a cat, and we can release these toys? And I'm sure at some point McFarlane Toys is going to release oh, an yeah. animal hybrids of all yeah. these characters. Yeah. To me, it seemed like a gimmick. What? But I'm okay with a gimmick if you can tell a good story out of a gimmick. Like, yes. Here's yeah. a gimmick. Tell a good story. Like Deceased, I thought told a good story. I like Deceased. Yeah. Oh, yeah, um, I did too. Yeah. Yeah, oh, no, like, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm generally yeah. pretty positive on Tom Taylor myself. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's not For sure. not a lot of stuff he's written besides like personally injustice, but uh, that I didn't really care for. You know, <laughs> yeah. but that's just because I'm a big Superman guy. You know, yeah. I mean, I love yeah, I love Superman. I don't blame injustice for the downfall of Boy Scout Superman or whatever. Right? Like, I love Boy Scout Superman. Right. I don't yeah. blame injustice for it. I do a little bit. Yeah. Just a little bit. Because it's the, the video games. game first, though, right? The it's games. the video game yes. first. Yeah. Then Tom Taylor had to write the story for it. Right. Yeah. So it's the game's fault more than anything. And then, you know, I mean, a little bit of throw a little Zack Snyder influence in there with Man of Steel. And mm. then, you know what I mean? Like, I think that's yeah. that's more of the decline of the the proper image of yeah. Superman. And then, yeah, well, I mean, there's Superman's coming back up. It's a Superman oh, yeah, renaissance yeah, right man. now. Oh, yeah, man. I love it. We're living oh, in, in some of the greatest me? times of yeah. being a Superman fan. You know, I mean, and it feels great to say. But, oh, uh, sure. I mean, Joshua Williamson's killing it. PKJ just wrote what might be one of the greatest runs on action comics ever. Yeah. You know, we got My Adventures with Superman. We got, you know, James Gunn's Superman Legacy coming out, man. Yeah. I'm super excited. Uh, Superman and Lois? Did you say Superman and Lois? Yes, yeah. Superman yeah. and Lois. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah, dude. No, it's a great time to be a Superman fan, dude. Yeah. Oh, for I, sure. I've been a big fan, and I'll, I'll get to my, uh, or we'll we'll get to our picks, but like, uh, I like the, like, I like the idea that DC is expanding into families of heroes, yes. and I think the reason is, is that like, DC can't pretend like, oh, the DC universe has been around just for five years, like, like right. they did in New 52. They have yeah. to be like, well, to have history, to have legacy, to have family, you have to have like 
time. Yeah. Yeah. And so, okay, the Justice Society coming back has been, I love the new Golden Age stuff. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no, I love, uh, I, I don't know if you've kept up with Mark Wade's World's Finest at all. That's like kind of set. Mark, I will read anything with, with Mark Wade. Same, same, dude. I love Wade. Yeah. Uh, you put Dan Mora art with that. Oh, and yeah. My God, dude. But yeah. yeah. So that's been super fun. I, I've loved just everything kind of set back in that time period. I think it's really cool. Yeah. Um, and he, like you said, he's kind of adding history to this current day, you know, DC universe. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't, uh, I didn't want to like Batman Superman World's Finest just by premise alone because right. it takes place in the past. And I don't, there, there are other like other series that have come out like from Marvel that like, oh, it's Spider-Man in his college days. And then like, you don't really tell a new story. It's just kind of right. another, like a nostalgic, you know, trip. The Thing also had uh, a title where it took place not right now, but like- Yeah. Clobber in time or whatever. Yeah. Make, uh, no, Clobber in time was fun. It That one was yeah. a different yeah. one. There was one before that where I think it was just called The Thing. And uh, like- Okay. But it takes place in the past, and it was like, well, anything that happens here, what does it matter? But but Mark Wade, the way he writes World's Finest, is like everything matters still. Yes, like yeah. they'll get characters to pop back. Like yeah, so what he did time. with like, so he wrote his first five issues with World's Finest. Yeah, uh, that had the Devil Neza as yeah. like its big you know villain, and then he right after that, which was set in current time, wrote the Batman versus Robin, which set up Lazarus planet that had the devil Nez as the villain yeah. again. So like he had already established this character, you know what I mean? That supposedly had been around years and years, you know, I thought it was a really, really cool thing. Uh, but yeah, I agree with you hundred percent. I usually don't like stories that do that, but his, his have been really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, yeah, I love Mark Wade. What are you guys' picks of the week for this week? Because I will let you guys pick first. Okay. Uh, I, actually, first. Yeah, so I'm actually maybe surprise pick here. Uh, okay. I'm going to go Fantastic Four number 15. Um, <laughs> I, I really like Ryan Norton. For one, it had an Easter egg uh, in uh, one of the panels, I think like maybe on page five uh-huh. for uh, the Scrubs TV show. It was Scrubs was on it? TV in the background. Yes. And I'm a big Scrubs fan. So I was like really oh. excited about that. But um, I didn't, I didn't notice like, that. Yeah, no, dude, it's it, it was really cool. I, I I tweeted at Ryan North and he confirmed it. So okay. like, uh, cool. Yeah, it's kind of like when but, the uh, office the office appeared in was it Superman Batman World's Finest? Was it? It was in Nightwing. It was in Nightwing. That's yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. uh, yeah. So there was that, and then like I've just been I've been a big fan of uh, Ryan North's run in general, and then he had a a really complex and interesting storyline with uh with the Master Let, me, or let me. Sorry, I'm gonna. Yeah, there there we go. That way we can right. show it on the live stream. Oh, oh okay. Scrubs yeah, the show works. is in the back. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, so I thought that was a cool little Easter egg. But yeah, um, where was I? But I, I loved like the the whole storyline that he created with uh, the mastermind. And he actually made me feel Metamind. sympathy. Metamind. Yeah, he yeah, actually yeah. made me feel like Not to be confused with Megamind. Right. right. The blue guy. But yeah. Sorry, continue. Yeah, no, yeah, you're yeah. fine. But just he he actually made me feel some kind of sympathy for this like almost oh. artificial intelligence kind of thing. And I thought it was written really well. I thought it did read a lot of justice. Um, you know, and I like Reed as a character that I feel like a lot of people give Reed a bad rap. And uh, and it brought the kids back. And I think that that's something that, you know, uh, the Fantastic Four in modern day need, you know? Yeah. Um, Josh, did you read Fantastic Four 15? Are you reading this I current run? No. 
No, I I read the first I've read the first like four or five issues of that run, and I just I haven't kept up. It's just one of the ones that's sort of fell off. Yeah, me, whatever. I I mean I I I like Ryan North, but I think and I, I heard that it, this sort of changed course after like issue six. But my issue with it was that it was just sort of like felt like disconnected and just like a family story every issue, and it was just kind of like la di da di da, you know, whatever. Um, yeah. And I, you know, maybe I should have just kept up with it because it sounds like it's gotten a lot different. But uh, yeah, I just, I, you know, I think I read the first like four issues and I just was like, yeah, okay, don't like, I, I would love to read it again, like later, I'll probably pick it back up. But like, it just like wasn't something that is like super, you know, important for me to st stick with. That's all. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I love this, this series, but in the beginning, it was a little tough for me um, because yeah. each story was focusing on a different character. And yeah, so right. that, that tells me that the people buying it monthly won't know what to expect every single, like anytime, if they have it on their pull list, will they know right. what's going to come up? Not really. Yeah. Right. And so for yeah. me, that first, those first five or six issues, whatever that first arc is uh, it's more like, okay, catch it in trade. So, you know, yeah. it's all Yeah, because it's honestly like almost the first four, at least, are almost like four one-shots. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like exactly. it, doesn't, it doesn't feel like a connected story. I mean, there are obviously seeds that he plants that are like, you know, for the, the payoff down the road. But like, yeah. yeah, no, definitely the first four issues of that series did feel a little more disjointed because as you're saying, it's like they're focusing on each individual member as opposed to like them as a family, you know? Yeah, and you kind of exactly. have to piece together what they have. And that's sort of why I, I, I dropped it off. Like I just, and I had just come off reading Dan Slott's Fantastic Four yeah. run where all of the issues on that were very, you know, family-centric, family-oriented. And continuous. So right and continuous yeah. yeah yeah exactly so um that's all. i this issue i would say is one of the best of the 15 if not the best yeah um i mean the uh, the other one I'm, I'm trying to think of like another one that's just really good is the old lady i forget she's like in a town run by doom bots yeah so that was yeah. like number three i think no, it was like two three or three i read that yeah, one. so it was two yeah. yeah, and I really like that one. Other than the fact, like, yeah, it's it's all kind of self contained and whatnot. But right, <laughs> well, still, one... I mean, I loved number one because it was self contained and about Ben. You know what I mean? And Ben and which Alicia. one yeah. was that one? Which one was the number one one? So number one is like they go to this 1940s town, like accidentally yeah. Ben and Alicia stumble into it, and they yeah. keep repeating the same day over and over. But it's yeah, not like right. a really really emotional payoff. It's not like a, you know a great superhero cape shit story no. but it's a yeah. really really you know heartfelt story and it was a really yeah. good like emotional journey with ben and alicia but yeah so it, it it's great for standing on its own but exactly. you know what i mean like it's not like conducive to and so and so was the doombot one so yes, was the doombot yeah. one all of them were good by themselves but i was like i was like i'm looking for a story here i don't yeah. know like you know what i mean i'm Almost looking for like... a Almost like he wants to write for like Twilight Zone, and he has yeah, like exactly he has all these episodes of Twilight Zone written, and he's like, yeah. "Oh, never mind. I guess I'm gonna do one shots." Yeah. yeah, no, he uh, it's funny though because he is like uh, he's like a STEM major, like yeah. from college, you know. So like he gets super into the science of it all with reading and everything. Oh, that's cool. So yeah, and and it does after like issue five, I think he gets a lot more. You know what I mean? Cohesive. Yeah, I mean, as far as like the story, whenever the family get back together, actually, right. maybe after 
issue seven when when doom makes his presence known which also was a really good fun issue you know i yeah. thought that was funny. that's that's also the 700th issue of fantastic four legacy like yes yeah yeah which yeah. is insane yeah um yeah i mean the only reason fantastic four doesn't have more is because they go on so many hiatuses mm-hmm. yeah at least nowadays in the past 20 years yeah, yeah, well, I mean, after Secret Wars, Lord, I mean, they were gone for like three years, you know, yeah. our time. Yeah, um, which well, was but good. that was also an issue with Marvel and and Fox. I heard. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was that. It was that. Like Jonathan Hickman really did write almost a perfect ending for the for the Fantastic Four as well. Like Secret yeah. Wars, like was a Fantastic Four story. You know what I mean? Oh, it was a, it sure. was a Doom and Reed story, and like it was, in my opinion, maybe the perfect send off to those characters you know and then like but yeah no part of it definitely was that like fox still withheld the rights and like they were like ah we'll kind of put them on the back burner for a little bit so there was definitely part of that too but yeah yeah, they took like a three-year break in comics which is a long long time oh for sure and Um, also like to compare it to something like spider-man that's on issue like 950 or something but spider-man comes out twice a month where fantastic four only comes out once a month so yeah you know yeah um before josh we get to your pick of the week um uh it just reminded me of this t-shirt that i have uh it's like a marvel t-shirt and it has the one of the covers of civil war with all like uh, the bunch of characters right they're standing Mm -hmm. there kind of all there all all the heroes but the thing is is this is back when the merchandising rights they were like no no x-men no fantastic four nobody we don't have the rights to um, yeah. so they overlaid other characters that weren't in the Civil War comic, but that were <laughs> alive. So like <laughs> like Ant-Man is like overlaid in it. And That's like funny. like Scott Lang and like over the Fantastic Four. So there's no Fantastic Four on the shirt, even though they're such a big part of the Civil yeah. War comic. Goofballs, dude. That's <laughs> yeah. so funny. Um anyway, uh Josh, what's your pick of the week? All right, so I'm going with Vengeance of the Moon Knight number one. Was because, it that good? Well, so here's here's the thing for me. Between yeah. there's there's a there's a bunch of reasons I'm picking it. Yeah. The first one is all the different covers. There, if you look at the cover A, it's beautiful. But yeah. then there's the foil, and it's probably one of the nicest looking foils I've seen. Like like I, I it's it's one of my favorite foils like from this last twelve months. Um, then you've got the, the, uh, there's a, what is this called? Hulo did one, didn't he? Yeah. I'm looking at all the covers right now. I didn't prep all the covers. Um, but now this makes me want to prep it literally for right now so I can show it, but yeah, continue. Yeah. Well, so then we've got, um, vengeance of, uh, sorry, we've, I've got another one. Hold on. Let me see. Where is it? Where is it? I'm trying to find the, um, whatever. It's fine. Um, but yeah, yeah, the Greg Capullo cover, the, there's a Frank Miller cover and it's not bad. Like it's not amazing, <laughs> but it's not bad. Yeah. And then there's an EM gist one. I don't, I'm not sure who that is, but it's actually super, super nice. Anyway. So there's the covers, right? Yeah. That's the first thing. But the second thing is, is the, the first part of the story where it really shows like the midnight mission, like as his friends and like yes, how much yeah. they actually care about him. And like the whole like group 
aspect to it and i'm like a sucker for like a good like group like loyalty and like respect like those things are super important to me as like yeah. a person like you know in my in my friend groups and stuff like that um and so the fact that they were you know acting the way that they were towards him like really like trying to pay as much due respect as possible like one one thing that they do in the in the book is uh something called sitting shiva mm -hmm. and in judaism sitting shiva is basically where you stay home for a week and you 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 like you know to mourn the death of somebody and so even though all these guys aren't jewish they knew he was jewish and so they right. they did that and then you also see not only that all of the other heroes like captain america the fantastic four even ben grimm comes like oh i i think he's like the rap he, he like comes as the rabbi basically yeah yeah to to to, to you know uh carry out the, the the ceremony and everything and, and do all of the things and carry out the tradition rather um and so you know so like i said earlier like culturally it spoke to me a lot and it, it and also at the end of issue 30 it ended really well where where mark basically says a, a jewish prayer of, of death and and whatever anyway so the whole just concept of this whole thing between mm -hmm. all those different things were super awesome for me between the covers between you know, how the Midnight Mission, you know, is paying their respects to him. And and then also on top of that, it had a killer last panel with, yeah. um, with you know, setting up the next issue. So what, between all what of those What is the things, premise? I don't even know. Because is he dead? Is he not dead? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, so the Black Spectre kills Moon Knight, basically, in issue mm -hmm. 30. And, um, and so in this issue, it's basically the Midnight Mission um you know kind of taking over as moon knight but then in the last panel you you get i mean i, I you know it's out already if you don't mind i'll show you yeah <clears throat> by the way i, I just i just put in the uh the full slideshow of all the variant covers oh, uh, for anyone watching us live uh oh, by the way yeah. uh carson just says i gotta catch up on world's finest and yes you do so hell yeah, yeah, yeah bro yeah, it's yeah. fantastic <laughs> So, so on the last panel, he kind of comes back, basically. But this is his okay. suit, so he's not—he's no longer in his, you know, white Moon Knight suit. Yeah, yeah. Well, we also don't know. It's like kind of mysterious. It's like, is it him? Is it not? Okay. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, because well, but if you read Doctor Strange, I kind of took it. Yeah, I kind of took it as like he's doing the same thing. Right. Wait, which he one? could be. Okay. Or you, um, mean, you mean Doctor Strange when he when he dies? Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. The, so there's Death of Doctor Strange. So so McKay did all this. He wrote Death of Doctor Strange. Then he wrote a new series just called Strange, which is about Clea. Yeah. And then you know, but it turns out at the you know we find out through all of it that you know Doctor Strange is actually alive. Um. And then you know, so that it ten issues ends, and then he starts his next run, which is you know the current Doctor Strange yeah. run. But, he, but yeah, but he's not. But he's not just alive, and also that he he's technically he's alive, but he's he's also uh a, not a slave, but he's sort of stuck as the as the like, what do you call uh, it? the Grim Reaper, essentially. Yeah, essentially the Grim Reaper, and Wait, so Doctor I think Strange that Moon Knight. Doctor Strange. Strange. Was, yeah. Doctor. Oh, okay. But he's not currently, right? He's not, not currently, not no, anymore. Yeah. But 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 what I'm saying is, I think the writer, because the writer who wrote that run of Doctor Strange is also writing this Moon Knight. Yeah. And so I I think he's kind of doing like the same kind of a thing, but with Moon Knight, and maybe in a slightly different and more original way. But it it 
it so it seems like it's the same moon night but it might not be it's like ambiguous at the end yeah and then and then but then if you look at the cover of issue two also a very cool like scene there which yeah. is teased at the end of issue one so yeah. for all of those reasons yes it's number one for me absolutely That's number one pick okay mm-hmm. all right um again i'm not a big moon night fan but fan but i'm not a hater so it's more yeah. like okay what's the premise right now like i like to keep you know if you track st- of like you, what's going on yeah if you go back like to like if you don't want to read all 30 issues like i would if i were you but if you don't want yeah. to i think i read fine. up to like 15 so i'm only half like i'm half oh yeah dude I'd oh, then, then i would just read i would just read from there on but but for anybody who hasn't read any of it and they just want to like kind of get caught up i would start at 27 and yeah. then just come forward that's the whole death of or last days of moon Knight. yeah yeah yeah. Okay. yeah that whole thing yep okay Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Um, my pick of the week. I mean, if it wasn't gonna, it's it's not Shazam Seven, but Shazam Seven deserves a shout out, and I'll go over why later. But my pick of the week, just because I gotta, is Fall of the House of X number one. That would have been my pick if, yeah. if not for Vengeance. Um, I don't know what the next age is going to be. Like after the Krakoan age. I don't know what's to come, and I'm afraid of that. Yeah, yeah, me too. I'm because af- I don't want, just like I'm afraid of X Men in the MCU. I'm I, yeah, I just gonna pile them all back <laughs> in the mansion. They're like, yeah. hey guys, let's... they can't, they can't go back to the like. I love the mansion stories. Like I love the stuff leading up to before Age of X Men, before mm-hmm. everything, like before that. I love the like teaching in the mansion. Maybe there's like there's two schools. Like I love that whole like schism yeah. part. Like I love X Men, in and out. Like X Men right, is yeah. like my number one. Um, when it comes to Marvel, X Men's my number one by far. Yeah, DC is very close second to to X Men just as a whole. But like, um, this one at least like I know that they're finishing off a story and they're finishing it off with a bang. I don't know yeah. what, what the next story is, is, but like right now, at least they know what they have to do to close it off. And so yeah. a lot of this is getting the band back together, which gets me every time. That trope yeah. of like getting the band back together for one final, like, yeah, like, I don't I know. I love the, the screwball special. Fastball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or fastball special. Well, yeah. He, he does, he does both, right? Like, right. Yeah. He takes it from the fastball to the screwball. Extremely ball, gruesome. So the fastball yes. special is Colossus throwing Wolverine right. at an enemy, but yeah. in this, the Colossus throws the enemy at Wolverine to yeah. be skewered. Yeah. Skewered, yeah. Which is, uh-huh. I would say, a little unlike Colossus, but it is like Colossus now. Like Colossus has gone through a lot yeah. of changes, right? Well, uh, and yeah, that's, that's kind of like what we're seeing with almost all of them, right? Yeah. Like Kitty, like you know, kind of adopting this new it's funny because like every era kitty turns into somebody else almost you know what i mean yeah. like she's she growing up it makes sense yeah, you yeah. know but uh she goes from a pirate to a, you know she's a ninja now but anyway yeah. like uh and, and i know she's got a backstory with ogan and all that but it's just cool like seeing how she's became a lot more dark and gritty you know what i mean like yeah. as far as like i love and, i love the new kitty like she's that's one of my favorite iterations of her for the sure. ninja ninja kitty yeah mm-hmm shadow cat with a k i mean i like i i like pirate kitty personally like i like the marauders yeah. kitty yeah i did too i liked marauders you know um 
but like i mean i like kitty in general like kitty me too yeah kitty as a whole as a character is roughly like how you kind of chart the marvel universe it's either her or spider-man but like right. basically they're they start off really young and they are at their current age right now right yeah. So, uh, Kitty's been through a lot, but yeah, yeah, it's just funny though because like Kitty's clearly an adult, and then they keep Pete, like you know what I mean, like yeah, he might be in his early twenties, you know, like they just <laughs> yeah. don't want they keep like knocking Peter back down to the point where his life at least resembles somebody in their early twenties. To be fair um, though, that was me. That was me, and I'm in my thirties. That was me like a couple years ago. Is, I gotcha. It's yeah. like if you're judging me by my by my life a couple years ago, then it's like, dude, are you in your twenties? And it's like, no, I'm just right. I'm just stunted. So that's yeah. kind of well, what Peter happens. is because yeah. they're they're afraid of like giving Peter a life that moves forward, right? Yes, yeah. But yeah. they gave up yeah, which is Industries, so which I loved. Yeah. But it's it's so funny because like the so they released four preview pages for the new Ultimate Spider-Man where he's like, you know, married and has kids and everything, which I'm super excited about. But Pete's first line of dialogue on those preview pages are like he's looking in the mirror. He says, well, Pete, you're not getting any younger, which is hilarious because in 616, he's basically been getting younger for years, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think it's it's more like the way I've been judging Peter recently is that he's still older oh for sure but he's just schlub like he has a roommate he doesn't have like uh uh you know a a a committed love interest like he's just kind of going through the motions parker industries though was him stepping up yeah and then then, that fell yeah then they brought him back down now right you know they're like that's too much guys it is what yeah yeah yeah. whoa 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 yeah somebody came in and they said what a company no 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 right it's like he owns uh, a what? Yeah. It was it was so cool. Um yeah. which is funny because the whole Parker Industries comic stuff came out before the Insomniac game, right? Yeah. Yes. So. Yeah. Yeah. If it came out at the time, he would still be in Parker Industries. Like I feel like they would have leaned into that gadget stuff. Yeah. I think uh, it was a lot more. Yeah. You know? I think you're right. And uh I, I think the problem is that it became too Tony Stark adjacent. And yeah. especially with the criticisms that Spider-Man had in the MCU with people calling him Iron Boy Jr. And like they like the comics started to make a more clear divide, you know what mm. I mean? Like yeah. a, of the character. But for uh, branding purposes, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, but the video game, he has yeah, so I'm many gadgets. Yes. Yeah. Video so games many gadgets. definitely. If they I think they had already or it was it's actually timing wise. So I think they might have like ended parker industries and then the game came out that same year mm-hmm. if i'm thinking correctly because it's uh around the time secret empire happened is when parker industries you know collapses or whatever because that's oh, like a yeah. big part of it so yeah i would say it's like they, they probably that game probably came out with all those gadgets and they're like damn it there's a lot of money <laughs> to step on uh that makes me wonder um but yeah, uh i'm having to look it up sometime because like i'm sure you guys are the same way because we've been reading comics for a long time Sometimes I'm like, oh yeah, that was like a couple years ago, right? And there's like, no, that yeah. event happened 20 years ago. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, what? Well, dude, that's like recently I was talking about the original Ultimate Spider-Man um in a video of mine because I'm rereading it right now. Yeah. And um, and I haven't read it in years. And you know, I kind of said something, somebody's like, Oh, well, they like in a video on TikTok, and like somebody answered me and they're like, Oh, well, they like mentioned what you're talking about, like 
you know, not far like down the road. And I'm just like, oh, well, dude, I, I forgot. It's been a long time since yeah. I originally read it, you know? Yeah. But. I just finished reading it like from beginning to end, like a few months ago. And I loved it so much. And my wife got me the, like every single issue, like. Which one? Of the Ultimate Spider-Man. The original oh. Ultimate Spider-Man single yeah. issues. I mean, I credit Marvel. It was called Marvel.comics. I don't know how old you guys are, or whether you guys are old as me, but when I was a kid, there was something called Marvel.comics and essentially was Marvel being like, hey, all these ultimate comics, you can just read for free on our website. That's so awesome. it was all motion comics. So you'd click on the panel yeah, and it would go yeah, yeah. to a next panel. And like yeah. it made it cool to kind of read. But like I was reading Ultimate Spider-Man, Ultimate X-Men, Ultimate Fantastic Four, and the Ultimates for free on their website. That's that crazy. That hooked me. That was them giving me drugs. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like the fact is they have a fan for life because not only reading comics, cause like, yeah, I had been reading comics on and off, but when you get someone hooked on a weekly or monthly basis, yeah, yeah, that's a habit that just, that forms You're it's like watching a TV show every week or soap operas every day. People right. have to watch it every day. They're going to lose out. the yeah. story. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, comics are crazy, but that really, their free whatever that they did ends up making them money, which is cool, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. definitely. I wish um, they do more incentivized stuff like that for new readers, um, you know, they, nowadays. They do. They have some free comics that are on Marvel. Um, well, I think Marvel Unlimited. and DC. On, yeah, but you don't have to buy the app to do it. There's like just yeah. free stuff. Okay. Yeah, it's something they're they're called Infinity Comics now. Are they free? The Infinity Comics. Yeah, I thought you. I thought yeah. those. No, there's were some the past stuff the too. There's some past comics that are free to oh. free to oh, read okay. as well. On DC, yes. I don't know about Marvel Unlimited. Oh, but okay. on Marvel Unlimited. Yeah, they have. Yeah, like, no, no, no. DC Infinite definitely does free. Yeah, you know, I, they. Okay. I know they give freebies on there, but I think Marvel Unlimited is actually the opposite. I think their Infinity Comics are behind the paywall. I think oh, you have really? to, but yeah. Mm, okay. Uh, I can't remember, but I think so, which is like, why? You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm all about getting new kids. Like, new, I was going to say new kids. Kids are the biggest part. You got to get yeah. new kids into buy comics. But what I mean is, uh, people in general, new readers to read comics is like a huge thing, you know? Yes, 100%. You got to bring in new blood. Otherwise, yeah. it's going to be us when we're 60 being the only people and that's right. a problem you know yeah no, and i don't know um how they incentivize right now you know what i mean because that's even something i was talking to josh on our podcast yeah was uh just like people's attention span and, and interest in buying month-to-month books is probably mm -hmm. at an all-time low because like even right now i'm seeing a lot of people would rather just buy a trade you know and knock it all yeah. out once, yeah you know? It's 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 kind of a double-edged sword here because the reason they I think it's contractually like they can't release a comic live on the app because of contracts with stores, right? Like right, stores yeah, get yeah. first, yeah. like at least for a week before they can even do premium releases on the apps or whatever. But yeah. like so almost like you can cut out the stores and release them the day of, and more people will might read them on the app, but I wouldn't want to cut out the stores. No, you can't. In yeah. fact, it's, it's almost like where the stores are right now is a problem we have to expand the stores yeah 
to then allow people to read them week to week. Yeah. And I think you have yeah. to make stores more, you know, accessible, accessible and hangout shops. And you know what I mean? Like, well, here, well, here's well, a question why... for both you guys, because both of you yeah. guys live outside of California and I'm in California. Everything that I want is like a hop, skip and a jump away. Like it is like I have numerous comic shops in my city. Right. So yeah. If you go to comicshoplocator.com and you look up near you guys, are there a lot of comic shops near you? No, well, me for- personally, yeah. I mean, not not really. So I've done, so my local store is about a 40 minute drive. So I'm like, yeah, okay. 35, 40 minutes every Wednesday going over there, you know, talking to the guys, picking up my books and then, you know, 35, 40 minutes back, which is actually why I started working with Josh in the first place in Comic Book Direct, because it's just there's a lot of people that live in rural areas that really don't like for me, I'm spending gas money. I'm spending time, you know, like a lot of people can't do that, you yeah. know, to, to so I think what Josh has going on comic book direct where he can just send it straight to your door, yeah. you know, is like a great way of like getting people invested in reading. But yeah, no, there's like um, I can get to, you know, a couple different stores, but they're at least 30 plus minute drops away, you know? Yeah. 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 And that's really, you know, and, and you know, I think the store closest to me isn't that far. It's probably 20, 25 minutes or whatever. Um, but, you know, the the biggest issue for me was more just like time. Like, you know, they close at five or whatever it was. You yeah. know what I mean? And so it was like, and then so I started looking into online solutions. And yes, like there's other websites and people that do, you know, sell comics online and whatever, but nobody was doing it the way that I would have wanted to do it or how I would have, you know, as a customer, like would have wanted to experience it. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I pretty much just, you know, I, I set it up the way that I would want, you know, uh, to, to get it as a customer. We, we have a texting line, so you can text us if you have questions or need help or whatever. Um, we bag and board everything with resealable bags so that, you know, because I hate it when people don't do that stuff, you know? Yeah. And we ship everything with, you know, bubble wrap bags. And then I, I actually custom made boxes for shipping comics. So, mm. um, you know, and stuff like that. So anyway, my, my point being, it's it's really like, you know, that's the whole point. That's the whole reason why I, I made Comic Book Direct was so that people who who don't have easy access to shops or whatever, or don't know where to start. And they don't want to go ask the guy at the shop because he's kind of a snob, right? Let's face it. Sometimes they are. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and so that's why, why we're here is because we can help people, you know, find out where to start, what trade to start with, what, what issue is a good jumping on point, whatever, you know, that's really like the whole premise of the business and, and, and and the store. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, getting into people's doorsteps. That's huge, uh-huh. right? Yeah, yeah. And, exactly. And especially in, like, rural places. Uh, yeah, because totally. I was talking to a friend from Tennessee, and she was just telling me how, like, she has one comic shop near her that's not that close, and the guys there are dicks. So, exactly, yeah. What do you do? What do you, do? you lose, a co- uh, like, a, like, a comic reader for life, you know? Right. right. Not. Yeah, well, hopefully not. And that's the thing, too, is, like, even at, like, my store, and I, and I love the guys that I, I talk to there and everything, but, like, there's only one dude who's like over the comics. And unless he's there, you're not really going to get an answer from anybody else. You know what I mean? The yeah, rest right. of the guys are like over the cards or over the figures yeah. and like, they just don't know, you know? So, I mean, it's, yeah. it, there is like, and there's been times even like I, I, like I went in and I was like, Hey, where's like the hellfire gala. I was like, I don't say it. And they're like, Oh, we didn't order it. And I was just like, Oh, the hellfire you know I mean? gala. It's like the biggest right. X-Men yeah, event. I was like, it's yeah. the biggest event of the year. You know I mean? So it's, yeah. uh, 
so it's just stuff like that does get a little aggravating but again you know like that's that's kind of why i teamed up with josh and and did his social media stuff because i was like really behind i was like that's a great idea you know yeah Speaking about behind, we, we got to catch up on, on the yeah. rest of the books. But also, shout out again to Carson, because Carson's always in our chat. Carson says, because I think this was in response to, like, what comes after the Krakoan Age for X-Men. And so Carson says, X-Men, new Golden Age. <laughs> there, There is, they did announce, like, the next yeah. X-Men thing, which is starting in June or July this year. Right. I don't What's it called? They, even, they haven't announced the name yet, right? I thought they did. Let me maybe, see. Maybe the comic book direct.com they did. And if yeah, you got, yeah, a, you yeah. got an inside scoop, you, got an exclusive. you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, if I get like a if I get a really good name, and this is illogical, but if I hear a really, really good name for whatever the next age is, I don't even need to know the premise. I think <laughs> they could in. they could rope me in, right? Yeah. Like no, yeah. for sure. Well, like, so it says it says X Men from the Ashes. I don't know if. Oh, that's okay, I've like, heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if that's the that's name just of too the vague. Yeah. I don't yeah. know whether I think that's probably just their transitionary kind of arc yeah, into right. whatever's next, right? Yeah. But also and, back to what you were saying about like being worried about what they're doing next. I'm really worried about how they're going to treat Professor X. Like I'm like, yeah. what they're gonna? You know what I mean? Like I don't know. Are you gonna like? make him professor x again are you gonna like is he still gonna be what he is now i don't know i don't i don't know i don't think there's enough trust there with charles anymore to like yeah you know i I mean mean, are they gonna lean into the fact that he consistently chooses mankind over mutants right (laughs) are they gonna lean into that and like make it that like yeah i mean i guess that's an option that but that your like peaceful idea is really just like respectability politics I don't right. know. It depends on who Marvel has behind the scenes because an editorial or whatever yeah. in you know? office. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. they just moved uh, Tom Brevert, I think, from the Spider Man office to the X Men office. If I'm As, not mistaken, yeah. editor. Yeah, yeah. So, so I don't know. Um, we got a lot of comics uh, that we read this week, so we'll we'll try to we'll try to hit yeah. them all. Um, For sure. But uh, Captain America number five. Let's just go. Let's go with that. Uh, it's been a really good run. I'm liking it. Uh, I love Peyton, it. Yeah, you've been reading it, right? Yeah, so I love it. Uh, Cap's one of my favorite characters, if not my favorite character. JMS is one of my favorite writers. I'm glad to see him back in like the Marvel sphere. Um, but I love what he's doing with his uh, his storytelling, like of you know uh, balancing Steve's past with the present and kind of tying both of those stories in, but it's been fantastic. I like the art on the book a lot. I think JMS is doing a great job and I'm excited to see where this first arc finishes. Yeah. Um, I, I like the villain in this for some yeah, yeah, reason it works cool. and I don't, yeah. it doesn't make sense that it works right away. You know, yeah. Like, but yeah, no, I agree. I think uh, it gives cap something new, which is kind of hard to do, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And the flashbacks have been really good. Yeah, they've been really good. Josh, you reading this? I read, I started reading number five last night. So that's why I didn't say that I read it because okay. I didn't finish it. Yeah. Um, I was super invested one through three. Uh-huh. Number four lost me a little bit. With the Doctor Strange hopeful. doll? Yeah. Okay. And yeah. then I was hopeful for number five. Well, not just that, but also, I don't know. It was just like not as exciting to me for some reason. Like it was yeah. just a little bit 
less entertaining. Is four then, the one that starts off with with them with um, Cap testing uh, the emissary with the shield? That's what I was thinking. Is that not the big like fight where he gets blown into the water? Or is that three? Because uh, I love the idea, and I have yet to do a TikTok video on it. But that Cap does something where it's he tests the level of an opponent. Yes, that was really, really cool. I like that a lot. But he gauges, yeah, he has like, so his shield is a gauge. He's like, he has one move that he goes to to kind of assess everything in, a, in an instant. With yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's that was right. Really cool. That was four, I think. Then at least I it starts off good. Because that, yeah, yeah, that beginning part was really very, cool. Yeah, no, no. Like most of the run I've been very happy with. But yeah. I don't know. This one just like, this number four kind of just was like, okay. I don't know. Yeah, I wasn't that's super fair. hyped about it. Yeah. And then, oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. This is number three. That's the one where he tests the shield. Okay. Okay. I was looking at the wrong, unless it was. I, I forget what happens anyway, in number four. Again, it whatever. kind of blurs together. If it happens in number four, then great. But yeah, like I said, I was happy. I, don't I was very happy with it. <laughs> yeah. I was very happy with it for the first three issues. I was yeah. hopeful for issue number five to get like better for me. Obviously, yeah. you guys liked it. So it's yeah. fine. The flashbacks, but I, yeah, I, I think. Know. The flashbacks are the important thing in this. Yeah, I issue. agree. You know. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. The, yeah, that was the thing that I did like because I was like, I like seeing where Cap is coming from. Obviously, you know, but like you know, the little stories and stuff build his character. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we know how Cap starts, yes, but this flashback takes place like pre-Super Soldier Serum, yes, pre-World War Two, even. Yeah, and you see him, like, be anti-Nazi, like, you know what I mean? Before like, yeah. even the war starts. Right. Yeah, yeah, and that's something that, like, you know, we have, um, you know, almost a uh, historical erasure of is that, you know, America was kind of dangerously close to being on the wrong side of history. You yeah. know what I mean? People don't talk about that, and, you know, for good reason, because we want to be like, hey, we, hey we, we were the good guys, you know? Yeah. But we set out of the war for a long time for a reason, you know? like I mean, And we could have gone the Nazis' way, right? Like, right. Um, and that's what this kind of like, yeah, and that's kind of what this dives into is like, you know, Steve pushing back against those ideals leeching in to, you know, I mean, American culture, you know, yeah. so I really, I yeah. really enjoyed seeing that, you know, pre serum, he was already fighting the good fight, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that that's why, I mean, Cap is more than just the powers. He's, yes, he's yeah. the heart, right? Yeah. And so yeah. when people say Sam Wilson can't be Cap because he has no, he doesn't have the powers. So are you saying like the Hulk could be Captain America? Right. Yeah. Are you saying Baron Zemo can? Yeah. Because he like, you know, I think he has powers. Anyway, the point being is like I don't know. I get uh, upset of that. We all read Batman yeah, 141 too. though, right? Yeah, 100 percent Yes. Josh, what do you think about Batman 141? Because it's I funny was... because according to the, the premise, it the, the story ends with this issue, but it doesn't end. No, no, right. that's Zdorsky's just keep on trucking. It's the conclusion. You know what I mean? And it's like, yeah. it's not yeah. the conclusion of anything. Yeah. yeah. He, yeah. every one of his arts have just been like straight into the next story. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't yeah. give any time to breathe. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, you know, I, I, you know, I, I know a lot of people were upset with the whole, uh, the joker coming back and whatever and like all this stuff and whatever but like yeah we knew that was gonna happen like you know i, I you know whatever yeah. um so i don't know i i'm i'm excited to see where it goes with the joker because like i was telling peyton 
earlier we were talking about like we are seeing like or we did have like a a long like breather i guess away from the whole uh uh Batman you and know, Joker dichotomy. Batman and Joker conflict yeah. and all of that stuff. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I'm excited for it. I, I liked it. I, I, I like the whole setup and everything. I like. I really did like the fight between him and Failsafe. Yeah, in, I thought it was good. Yeah. In this. Yeah. Uh, um, it, this wasn't going to be my pick of the week, but there was a moment where I was reading it that I was like, it's possible this could be my pick of the week, depending on what else I read. Right. But this was one of the first books I read this week. So, yeah, you know, um, I'm all, I, I don't like Zuranar, though. I don't really. Like yeah. What don't you like about that? Like, you don't like the concept or I mean, I guess maybe maybe the execution of it. I think Zuranar is very hokey. I like the I, I, I mean, I can I can buy into the idea that Batman essentially has like his created like almost a split personality of like, I'm the guy yeah. who gets shit done. Right. But when you bring in the multiverse, I'm not a big multiverse fan, though I do think DC does the multiverse better than Marvel. I'm not a fan of like what they did in, in Zdarsky's run where he collects the, all of the... the Joker peers through the eyes of all his multiverse things so everybody goes insane or some right? There was something yeah, weird yeah. like that. So he yeah, yeah he he create I cannot remember his his actual name. Right. But um he's the red mask in the uh, uh, yeah. uh, other universe that Bruce goes to, but yeah, he basically it makes sure that there's a joker in every single universe by driving them nuts. You know, right, like, right. yeah, yeah. So but I yeah, like and then that. also in like this current like this Zuranar collected all of the Zuranars from like every universe, you know. And that's so. like part of the story that I don't need. I don't yeah, need yeah. Zuranar in Bruce's head with Adam West Zuranar. Right. But like, like I thought the multiverse stuff was really cool in issue 900. Yeah. And like, you know, where he gets the help from the other Batmans, but yeah. like that, it should have, it should have ended there. You know, like but, I'm with you. Yeah. The multiverse of Zuranar Batman. I, I don't know. Where <laughs> I that. But yeah. Like the down to earth, some of the down to earth stuff in this issue, I thought were the best stuff. It's fail safe fighting Batman, Batman trying to outthink him. And then there's also while fighting Zuranar in his own mind, right? So right. cool. But yeah. I mean, I liked this issue. It's just, you know. Yeah, I get it. I'm with you. It's this was more to set up the next next run with the Joker year one or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm interested for. I liked the backup comic that was in this Batman a couple like issues ago or whatever, where it was it takes place in the past where Joker first meets Zuranar. Mm-hmm. And like I kind of liked that kind of retcon, but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I think that it'll be an interesting like take. I don't know if Zdarsky's written anything with Joker yet, really, right? Uh, uh no, no, no. I mean, unless you count the multiverse stuff with that other, you know, yeah, I mean, the well, red mask yeah. guy, you know. I yeah, mean, but... no. I mean, but yeah, well that yeah, that's I guess that's technically the Joker, but I don't think it's really a the joker yeah, but I, I i think because yeah i just i think it'll be a cool uh thing to see because i really like how zadarsky portrays uh and or you know does his characters you know yeah, so i yeah. think it'll be cool to see what I he like does with joker. I, I, yeah, I trust that he'll land on his feet oh for yeah, sure same. you know but who knows um are you guys both reading the gang war stuff on in marvel 
I'm not. I'm not caught up. Okay. I like it. I really like it. I I like. I do like Gang War. Weirdly enough, I I, I wasn't I, sure if I was going to. Also, I don't like the name. It's it's too. There's like also the, been gang wars, like in Marvel. Yeah. Before. You know what I mean? Have, like, this yeah. isn't the yeah. first time they've done a gang war. Right. No, and I think that's kind of probably on purpose, but they're what I really wish they would stop doing. My only problem with it is they're giving Mary Jane like her own issue. Okay. And yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, it's a tie-in, but it, but it, and it's not just about Mary Jane. If it was just about Mary Jane as Mary Jane, I'd be like, all right, whatever. Yeah. I don't know why you're doing that, but fine. But they're giving her jackpot, where like her powers, you know? Yeah. yeah. And I'm just like, this is what are we doing? <laughs> why? Like, I yeah, still don't get. It? I still don't get jackpot. I don't get. I don't. How does that work? What is her power? Because they're, she was jackpot originally, like after one more day right no she wasn't no, there was a different yeah, jackpot so. yeah There's, yeah that's what i was yeah. gonna say yeah yeah no these powers came from the raven dude right like in the uh it was from it, it, yeah it was from rabin or whatever the yeah the, yeah it was after she came back from the other dimension with paul or whatever oh, and okay. even then i was like all right well, i don't know what we're doing here but fine yeah. and then i was i i stomached it for those few issues of Amazing Spider-Man, because I was like, whatever. Yeah. May- hopefully they'll drop this. And then they just didn't. And then they made Mary Jane and Black Cat a five-issue mini. And I didn't read that because I was I ac- just I protesting it. Yeah, huh? no, I, I actually liked that. That was. Oh, you did? That, okay. That was, I, see, that was, I didn't read it. So, so I that know. was Jed McKay, the guy that does Moon Knight and uh, Strange and all that. Uh, yeah. And he wrote a Mary Jane and Black Cat. Uh, one shot that took place like during the spider-man beyond uh era and i i like yeah. his characterization of them so like that was actually pretty good um it's and, and mary jane like pretty much doesn't use her powers the entire time you know yeah. i mean it's like not a big part <laughs> again, of it so then why are we giving her powers well that's she doesn't what, need like, powers exactly. exactly that's what like she's her own character let her be a character like she doesn't have to be a superhero right um and, and it's just because they're like we don't want her with peter they're going to force her away from Peter every chance that they can. But they're like, she's such an established character. What do you do with her now? You know, I, I'm sure like, there's some editor that's saying that they're not going to give solo titles to anybody who isn't a crime fighter. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Sure. Not yeah, about that. powers or not, but that they have to fight crime. Like, yeah, you're not getting a J. Jonah Jameson series <laughs> right yeah, yeah even, even though, though that have, would be cool that yeah, would be cool they gave mary jane a five issue mini a couple of years ago i like that her, yeah is yeah, that the where, hollywood one yeah yeah where mysterio comes in and he wants to make a movie yeah i, yeah, that I cool. liked that one yeah but yeah i'm with you she doesn't need to be jackpot like yeah right i mean i don't know it's, um i liked uh I, i'm liking gang war and I like That's Amazing true. Spider-Man right now. Weirdly, like, hot take is that, I've been saying it for the past couple of weeks, my hot take is that Zeb Wells isn't to blame for the shitty Spider-Man stuff that's come out recently. Yeah, I think editorial stuff. I think it's editorial pushing yeah. multiple things. Pushing, they're like, hey, Miss Marvel has to be in this, and she has to die by X date. Yeah. Pun not intended, but makes <laughs> sense. <laughs> but yeah. she has to be die by X date. And it's yeah. like, because the Hellfire Gal is coming up. She has to die and have enough time to be reborn. We got to yeah. figure this out. 
we got to keep Mary Jane and Peter apart. We got to do X, Y, and Z. Yeah, and Seth Wells is probably like, I'm just going to buy. Okay, I guess I'll just write the way I I think I can jump through these hoops. Um, My bigger issue about the Amazing Spider-Man stuff isn't even those things. It's, I'm a very big Ben Riley fan. So oh, I yeah. hate I hate that they what the fuck like what are we doing like they've been screwing over Ben Riley any time they bring Ben Riley back they screw yeah it's yeah that's all but it's not even like it's not even like because what I like about Ben Riley so much is that he is he is more Peter than he is than Peter's Peter because he's more of a loner than Peter is because he really has nobody yeah you know like all that stuff I actually liked the Beyond stuff because of that same reason. Where it was like his only solace and his only like way to really live a life as he thought was a good life was to be a part of the Beyond Corporation, right? Yeah. Like yeah. I thought that was very invincible esque a little bit. Almost actually now that I'm thinking about it a little bit, reminds me of where I think Peyton's book is going with All Star. Um but anyway, I liked that whole thing. And that I uh, I learned recently was also Zeb Wells. But my point is, is now he's this fucking demon character who's almost a joke. If you right. read any yeah. of the recent, even the, even the uh, uh, Dark X-Men books, he's a joke. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, they can't make him serious anymore. And now they're doubling down and making a Chasm uh, miniseries. We and I'm really like, want to make God. Chasm work. I don't know. I'm no. sorry. And I'm so, sorry. So you're a Ben Riley fan. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> it's, that's it's really what it yeah. is, you know. Yeah, that guy is hard. meant to suffer. He is. I know, he is and that's fine. Dorian yeah. Gray's painting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, and that's fine. Like, and I and, and but that's what I enjoy about him. I don't want to see him win particularly. That's not what his character is about. But they've turned him into this like demon joke. Like, you know I what think I mean? They it's like, kill him. I yeah. do think, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I do think it's funny that every time he pops up somewhere else, I think it's that every other writer hates it so much. They're literally just, sat, you know, satirizing it almost. Yeah, but exactly. Like he popped up in, like, Seven Slaughters. And same thing, right. like, Deadpool just, like, rips all his clothes off, essentially, uh-huh. and, like, turns him uh-huh. in. Or, yeah, or, yeah, like, starts mimicking him, you know? like Or but, even in the movie, even in Across the Spider-Verse, fucking Andy Sandberg is that was funny. funny. That was funny. Uh, but anyway, that was funny. But anyway, so that I hate that. And then yep. my other problem with Amazing Spider-Man mainly is the is the art, to be oh, okay. completely honest. Yeah. Every time Ed McGinnis comes back, I'm fucking ecstatic. But oh, you like Ed McGinnis? I thought because so, some people don't like Ed McGinnis. I I, I don't like know Ed how McGinnis could... on certain things. You don't like him on certain. No, things? No, I, I do like him on certain things. So like, I liked him on like Superman, Batman, Public Enemies, that you know, um, book yeah. years ago. And that's where I'm like, okay, he has very action figure like muscles yeah. and stuff. And I like that. So I really, weirdly enough, not everybody agrees with me. I like Rec Rap. I like okay. Rec Rap. I like I Rec like Rap. Rec Rap because he's an original character, though. Like if they tried to make like, I don't know, like it's pretty much what they did to Ben like Riley bring back Spider Side character. and turn him into Rec Rap. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Or they right. took like you know Kane and made him Rec Rap or something. Then right. I would be like, what the hell's going on? The but, thing about Ben Riley though is that like remember when Kane had his own book and then Kane turned good and then yeah. Ben Riley came back from being bad after Clone Conspiracy and he yeah. was right. trying to be good and the whole series yeah. he was good until the final issue he turned bad. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then you're like, what? What was the whole point of this? Right. Well, well, let, let me clarify. I'm a 90s Ben Riley. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> like, a very specific iteration of the Every character. time you think they're going to fix Ben Riley, they are like, nope, joke's on you. He's turning bad again. Yeah, he's evil. <laughs> Okay. There was a good one. There was a good one actually called uh, the the Last Agenda or whatever the something agenda, the Clone Agenda or something. Uh, or by Dave, the Dave, Lost Agenda. The Lost Agenda. Okay. J.M. Demetrius wrote it, and that was actually like a five issue, self contained, you know, Ben Riley story. It was nice. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But, um. Uh, Carson, I see you out in the chat. Thank you so much. Uh. Anyway. Um. Doctor Strange, let no, 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 no. Let, let's go to Miguel O'Hara, Spider Man to 2099. Um, we got to actually get through everything real quick, so we'll just like do yeah, one sorry. sentence. No, 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 it's not anyone's fault, it's what happens with this show. Uh, yeah, yeah. I personally did not give this a shot because I don't care anything about Miguel O'Hara, so I, was I like almost... Miguel. The, I've been out on Miguel since they replaced him with another Miguel, so I don't I'm wait, Miguel. what really. Yeah, yeah, he's like uh, the the original Miguel that we'd followed from like the '90s that came into the '20s or uh, to the you know main universe and everything. Like uh, during the Nick Spencer run, they have this you know uh, reshaping of 2099, and that Miguel is like on an island with his girlfriend and baby, and then this Miguel is just a different dude. It's just like Miguel O'Hara. They've got a new 2099 now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, so I don't care. Yeah. 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 All right. Wait, so who read this one? Got I it. read this one. <laughs> okay. I did. I read it. Was it good or not good? Uh, I think it was interesting. Like it's it's an interesting premise. I don't know if you if you read even the synopsis, Peyton, but it's basically a Marvel Zombies 2099. That's oh, okay. Yeah. So it was actually pretty good. Um, I'm but kind it, of a sucker like, for Marvel Zombies. So yeah, I was I was not gonna read it until i read the description and then i realized what it was and i was like oh actually this could be good and it had it features blade which is cool oh okay and, yeah, that is cool and and it does also follow the like if, if you've been keeping up with the 2099 stuff which obviously you haven't been but if you had been the other minis that they've yeah. done it, it it follows those minis like it, it's not like self-contained like it it you know oh, it's right. like it's like you know it might as well be an ongoing but they yeah. just like take three month breaks for whatever reason. I yeah, I just don't like the 2099 timeline. Like if it comes to Marvel Futures, I like the Spider Girl Future, whatever it's called, the MC. It's not MC Square. MC two, yeah. MC two. Okay. Yeah. Um yeah. I like that one better than I like 2099, but that's just me. Um speaking yeah. about Blade and Zombies, uh I only read part of Marvel Zombies Black, White, and Blood uh, number number four or whatever yeah. it is um and the first issue all of these are anthologies and they don't take place in the same universe right so right. like like it's just zombie it's just like zombies across any marvel universe yeah. in the multiverse and yeah. that's also why that kind of goes on the back burner for me and i don't read it immediately Thanks. is because they're anthologies you know right i'll probably be reading it in like on a plane or something you know what i mean that's yeah. probably the next time yeah um I wanted to shout out Shazam number seven. Mark Wade is writing Shazam, and Shazam yeah. is just really good, and the art is really good. It's and... Dan Mora and Mark Wade. How can you, you know? Um... Is it Dan Mora on yeah. this one? How oh, is no, it? No, 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 not not on seven. But he was like, okay, uh, yeah, he, he was on the first arc. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, I mean, uh, just Mark Wade, just in general. But like, yeah. I I do like Shazam. I, I Shazam is one of those characters from DC that has a lot of heart. Yeah, you know, yeah. like I don't know. Uh, uh, not much more I can say about it. Um, did you guys read Doctor Strange Eleven? Yes, I, I haven't though. Okay, loved it. It was good. I just it was it was good. It was just I, magical I, baby runs runs amok. You know, <laughs> well, that actually sounds yeah. pretty good. <laughs> I mean, I was more of a sucker for. Actually, no, now that I'm thinking about it, was that number 10 where he basically like like leaves General Strange to like get fixed? Was that number 10? I think 10 finishes yeah, the general. Yeah, okay, yeah, so I'm confusing them. I did I did Okay, I feel the same way as you then about 11. Yeah. Okay. I'm getting them mixed up. 10 was 11, good. It was good, but yeah. yeah, it was just it was not it looked like it looked like the writer needed a break and just like wrote something quick. Yeah. It, it yeah. seemed like a very quick write cuz it was like yeah whole original characters ish because it was the crime ring of crime or the circus crime crime circus whatever it mm-hmm. was the point but then they like created new characters and they were just like all right let's just literally have a magic baby pop in and out and like let's yep. run after the baby that's literally the whole issue so yeah it doesn't take much much thought past that um thanos 2 is the thanos book good or not good i like, I like it. one okay Christopher yeah. Cantwell's on it, and he's a pretty good writer, generally. Yeah, yeah but it's um, also like not main universe, right? Is that? Um, I guess not. It's 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 an Illuminati. Yeah, I guess not because it's Illuminati, but it's like fantastic. It's a uh, Reed Richards, Blue Marvel, Doc uh, Strange, and uh, Iron Man. Yeah, it's definitely not main universe. Now that I think yeah. about the dialogue box that Iron Man has, it's like almost like the superior Iron Man stuff. So, oh, okay, huh. I got you. Um, interesting. I they should mark that accordingly. I hate it. Yes, I hate that they don't. They don't. Like, you know, I mean, it's yeah. yeah you kind of just have to know. Yeah, it's a little annoying. Yeah, but yeah, is. like because 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 that's not the Illuminati of the six one six. Right. Yeah. Right. I, are there Illuminati? So. Is the Illuminati still around in six one six or no? They kind of got thrown back together at the beginning of Ultimate Invasion, but they're not like yeah. meeting on purpose. You yeah, know what I mean? Right. Like, but yeah, no, yeah. I wouldn't say that they're like in in circulation. You know? Yeah, yeah. But I thought it was a cool. But I think that that's kind of how they've always been. You know, you don't know that they're meeting until you know that they're meeting. Like, right, but they yeah. are meeting though, right? Like in the past, the Illuminati did meet consistently, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but but th- but also even then. It was like every time they did meet, it was it almost seemed For like they are meeting generally. Yeah. yeah. But like you Well they, they and then they also like retcon it in where they're like, right. you know what I mean? It's like though yeah. they they they've actually been doing this for years, you know. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like even when they first start. But yeah, I really liked Thanos number two. You get a good fight between the Hulk and Thanos, you know? Yeah. Uh, whereas like if you're you know, an MCU fan. And it was also kind of goofy at the end. Thanos starts like driving a car. Like it's, <laughs> it's like right. an old Thanos helicopter. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. It's it's it is one of those ones where it's like it's definitely a fun story. It's not like right. it's not like this is world changing, like universe bending, like whatever. It's but it I'm definitely having a good time reading it. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Um I think I just have the last stragglers. Uh, Titans, Beast World, Tour, Atlantis. There's a couple of stories in this. The Garth story is not that good, but actually the better story is 
Vixen, Captain Boomerang, and this new character, Deadeye, hunting down Black Manta, who's been turned into a huge Manta. Um, <laughs> which makes sense. I like the synergy that way when Manta is Manta. Like, Cheetah, right. like, should be a Cheetah, but like, yeah, Batman right. is a wolf. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Robin's a cat. Yeah. Uh, like, you know, instead of a bird. In, instead of a bird, right? right? They yeah. should have done that. And yeah. so, but I think they just wanted to be like, they people would rather draw like dog versions of the Bat family than birds. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's you know? what, like, they, I swear to God, they just made Damien a cat just so they could like recreate the meme with him. That's all. It was. Yeah. Is that what you it know? is? Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. They did like the the cat memes where you know what I mean, like I, the yeah. I think so they just all. turned Nightwing into a dog so that he could wag his tail. I think yeah. that people just wanted that, you know. Yeah, one hundred percent. But like in this one, dolphin turns into a dolphin. Great, I'm yeah. all for that. Like yeah. the synergy there, I guess. But it is what it is. Uh, Neil before Zod number one. I'm not interested in this. I'm just not really? interested in villain villain solo books. You you need to really like. Is it a villain solo? Oh. Kind, yeah, it's about yeah. Zod and his family and Zod oh. running his planet, and it's kind of interesting. I'm gonna keep with it, but I'm just saying like this no, would be I'm an easy book to drop. Yeah, I'm with you there. I'm the same way. Like when I I read the first like two issues of like Joker, who stopped laughing. Yeah, and there was a few reasons I stopped reading that, but one of them was because. Like, why is there a Joker solo book? What are we, exactly. What are we What's the yeah. purpose? Now, Poison Ivy, yeah. on the other hand, great, great solo book. But is she really a villain? Like, yeah, she's not anymore. Yeah. I mean, well, she kind of is. I mean, she kills people, but like, she's not a villain. She's not planning. Well, actually, I don't know where she's at right now. Because in the beginning, she was planning on destroying the world. And then she stopped. And then I, I haven't kept up for a couple issues. So I don't know. Got it. Um, Superman 78, The Metal Curtain. Uh, number three is a sequel to the Superman 78 comic, which is a sequel to Superman 2. Uh, and so this one introduces like a Russian Cold War theme. Yeah. And it has Hal Jordan as a pilot, but not as a Green Lantern. And then it has Metallo, which is just a Russian project. Yeah. Yeah. I knew that from issue one, but that's all I, you know yeah. what I mean? That's all I ever So it is what it is. I mean, I like it. It's just kind of nice to see. Like, it was the introduction of General Lane, who you don't see in the Superman movies. Right. So. Uh, that's cool. It's like, all right. That's cool. Um, and then Beware the Planet of the Apes, number one. Um, this is part of Fox or uh, Marvel's 20th Century imprint, um, which has Planet of the Apes, Predator, and Alien comics. And so, like, they really oh, just yeah, have, like, yeah. three different related titles. The This is a prequel to the the original, original movie. Whereas oh, okay. the Planet of the Apes miniseries that took place was a midquel after the James Franco movie. So like oh, okay. they're kind of in two different universes because they're supposed right. to be two different universes. Yeah. Oh, but okay. like this one is a like going back to the original timeline. I don't know. I, I'll probably drop this one because I don't have an emotional attachment to the original movies. I right. do to the recent three Yeah, that came out. And then everybody cool. forgets the Wahlberg one. Like there has been no follow-ups <laughs> on the Wahlberg, yeah. on the Wahlberg movie, but yeah, on the Wal on the Marky Mark verse. Yes. Yeah, probably rightfully so. But yeah, um, but it is what it is. Uh, but altogether, I mean, we all read a good amount of books. 
and uh, yeah. I think we hit them all. Did we hit them all before we get going? I think so. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, yeah, yeah. I think, I think so. we hit them all. Um, I want to thank you guys so much for coming on. Uh, oh yeah, guys, this first time a good way to kick off uh, the new year. Um, before we get going though, Peyton, where uh, where can we find you? What do you got coming up? Anything you want to plug? Yeah, yeah. So definitely, uh, I'm two turn Tony Stark on all my platforms. Uh, you know, give me a follow. I talk comics. You know, every day. Um, I am currently writing my own comic. That's the big thing I would love to push. It's called All Star. We just ran a successful Kickstarter campaign for it, which I'm very excited about. The art team's working hard on it, and you can pre-order that book now with ComicBookDirect.com. Uh, so you know, if you didn't do the Kickstarter and you didn't get it, you know, pre-ordered that way, uh, you didn't miss out. And we're gonna do pre-orders through Comic Book Direct. So that's the the big thing we're wanting to push right now. But I'm very excited. It's my you know first you know crack at writing like at my own comic. Getting it published is awesome. You know, is, oh, what's yeah. what's the premise of it? So it's a uh, it's a coming of age story. We've got like this teenager who uh, who's had this like perfect life, right? Like great parents uh was a superstar athlete super popular whatever all of a sudden gets a horrible accident um nearly dies and then you know gains his powers and ends up uh you know because he gets his life saved by the government um and through his some connections with his dad he ends up working for them but uh the whole premise of this is that now that he has powers he's gonna kind of learn what it actually means to be a human yeah. and actually face real difficulties and challenges now mm. you know what i mean because he's yeah. had this perfect beautiful life you know what i mean and then so almost a reversal yes yeah everything's gonna hit the fan after he becomes a hero you know I okay mean, so. yeah all right. all right hell yeah dude i'm super excited to to see how the arc goes yeah yeah i'm, I'm pumped man I, I it's like i said i've brought so i've got the first five issues like mapped out yeah. i'm currently scripting the second right now but uh I'm, I'm excited about it man i've i think it's got potential you know i all mean right. it's a. Uh, I know I got like part of it's promoting it, you know, I mean, yeah. but uh, I, I genuinely think that people will enjoy it. So, right. oh yeah. Cool. cool. Um, Josh, where can we find you? What do you got coming up? Anything you want to plug? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So um, you can find me on Instagram, TikTok. You can find the business more specifically, I guess. I'm also on those platforms, but um, uh, comicbookdirect.com. Very simple. Um, on Instagram, unfortunately, we have to have comicbookdirect.com one for now, just because, uh, whatever somebody already had the other one that they don't use so working on that but tiktok we're comicbookdirect.com facebook comicbookdirect.com instagram comicbookdirect.com one uh you know all in one place where you can buy comics trades subscribe to series uh if you subscribe you save if you're a member you get even more savings you know we've got customers who save up to 30 percent on their books every single month so you know if you're looking for deals if you're looking for convenience we're here uh, so yeah, definitely check us out. And, um, and yeah, we've like, like Peyton said, we are, uh, uh, all-star is the first like comicbookdirect.com exclusive book. Um, you can also pre-order, yeah, pre-order a uh, flame, which is a book by a, a creator, uh, big on TikTok named King and Queen Lion is what he goes by there. Um, and, uh, yeah, you can pre-order all 15 issues of that. Uh, we're working on getting more indie titles up there. So there you go. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Um, thank you guys so much for coming on this show. Thank you to people out there who are watching and or listening. If you're watching us live, you're watching us on twitch.tv slash the Keeg Show or youtube.com slash the Keeg Show. Uh, shout out to Carson442007 out there uh, for chatting with us in the chat. Um, Carson says, Batman is just going to go on hiatus and let Joker take a lead. 
Um, <laughs> to, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Um, if, uh, yeah, you're watching us live there or you're listening to the podcast, wherever you get your podcast from Apple podcasts, Google play, SoundCloud, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Uh, we also got the keegshow.com now, uh, mostly for written articles. Um, but you can definitely keep in touch with what the key has to offer the If you're on social media, TikTok and Instagram are two biggest ones at the key show, but we're also on like Facebook, Twitter, threads, that sort of thing at the key show slash the key show, pretty much anywhere on social media, including Patreon, uh, where you can choose to give back to the key, uh, in any subscription tier that you want, if you want to. So definitely stay tuned, uh, or, you know, look into that comic shop locator.com find a comic shop near you. Um, and then other than that, uh, that's pretty much it. This is comic talk. We do this here every Thursday night at 5 PM Pacific, 8 PM Eastern. Uh, but we also got the key talks and that is every weekend. Uh, we're doing two episodes this weekend. One is, the things that are coming up in 2024. And then one is for what if season two. Um, but we have that. And then we have state of X, a new monthly podcast that we're going to do where we talk about, uh, you know, everything that happened in X-Men comics for that month. So uh, yeah, a lot going on. Definitely stay tuned. Instagram and TikTok are probably the easiest ways to, uh, to keep up with everything. Um, but once again, yes. Thank you, Peyton. Thank you, Josh. So much hey, for thank coming you, man, on. for having me. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, thanks, man. Good way to kick off the year, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, for sure, dude. Uh, thank you guys so much for watching and or listening. I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira, and this has been Comic Talk for the week of January 4th, 2024. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Super strong, oh super.